Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360. On January 10th, 2020, it's, it's, it's new, 2020, new year, new decade. Uh, live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful new decade in which to enjoy the South Bay. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce has been serving the city of Manhattan Beach for over 60 years, and they are dedicated to promoting a strong local economy by supporting the community, providing valuable business connections, and representing business with government. The Chamber staff is focused on providing its membership with the tools and resources to help businesses grow and thrive within the community. Their goal is to continually support the individual efforts of business as they work to support the growth of the local economy. For more information on how the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce is working with member businesses and the City of Manhattan Beach to support that growth, visit the website at ManhattanBeachChamber.com or call 310 310- Five four five five three one three. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. That's what we talk about here on the South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the CEO and president of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman, and of course with us because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, Kelly, how are you today? Excellent. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning and happy new year and happy decade. It's a new decade. And happy for- and happy, happy Friday. Decade. Oh, my gosh. Did I not say that? <laughs> you forgot. You forgot uh, happy dun, Friday. Dun, dun. Oh, <laughs> okay. That is not a good sign for 2020. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, okay. Let me start over. Happy Friday, Joe and Jackie, and happy New Year and happy decade. There you happie go. Happy Friday. Um, there you go. Oh, Much better. Oh, dear. That, I mean, we couldn't start things up. decade sure. like that. We couldn't start the new <laughs> decade <laughs> like that. Goodness. No, we can't. Oh, my we can't. gosh. I was we got that so excited I mean, to say Happy I mean, New Year. We, we could, you know, we could start it, all yeah. over. We could start the program all over again so that you get it right the first time. No, I like <laughs> to make it organic. You know, that's what I always say. Like okay. when I, you know, when I'm booking the guests for you guys every, you know, for every Friday, they're like, Kelly, is there a script? Is there questions? Is there, you know, what do we do? And I'm like, no, 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 don't worry about it. If you want to give me a few things you want to talk about, we'll incorporate it. But we're not scripted, you know. Yep. We like it to be organic, and we like it. So, so my opening, yep. you know, we're all human, right? Um, mm-hmm. Next yeah. Friday, I will. Okay. Next Friday, I will not forget the Happy Friday. And if I do, then you really know something's not going to be good in 2020. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll keep our fingers crossed. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Yeah. So, so lots going on. Lots going on in the chamber. Um, I, I get your emails. I get your newsletters. I get your announcements. I opened my email this morning. I got another couple. Uh, you know, tell everybody else what's going on, Kelly. 
There's a lot. I know. Uh, you know, bear with us um, on the emails. We actually try not to overdo the emails. Um, and we actually try not to overdo all the events. We really make an attempt to curate um, seminars, events, things that are, will benefit the members, the community. And uh, we don't just throw everything out there. And, you know, we come and wait. We're always busy, but there's definitely waves where it's like, okay, we're off to the races again. And, and that definitely is happening um, right now. It's like, Christmas when that feels like it was like two months ago, but anywho, um, there is a lot coming mm-hmm. up. So let's just talk about the weekend. Um, our friends over at Shade Manhattan Beach are having their third annual Shade Wedding Showcase. Um, if you're just got engaged, if you're thinking about getting engaged, if you're getting married, whether it's the first, the second, the third, the fourth time, whatever it is, um, head on over to Shade for their wedding showcase. Um, it's always a beautiful event. There's, um, they, you know, they do a Shade style. What do I say? We, we need to do that hashtag, Shade style. Um, they, you know, it's beautiful. Um, and they'll have all the treats and yummy vendors and people that you can talk to. You can learn about how, if you want to have your wedding at Shade or your reception at Shade or your pre-party or whatever, um, they have all those resources. And it's, um, it's a beautiful, beautiful event that's just um, a lot of fun to be at. So, uh, you know, you know, Kelly, you know, Kelly I got to I gotta tell you something. Mm-hmm. No, seriously, um, if I was getting married, I, you know, I'm, not, I'm, I'm an old married one, so I don't, I'm not going to mm-hmm. be doing that. But I would go just to experience it, you know, the event, the wedding. The, I, it just looks sure. like so much fun. It just looks like so much fun. Uh, you know, they're beautiful locations, beautiful facilities, and, and, and they always have, you know, f- you know, first rate everything, you know, from the food yeah, to the yeah. flowers, you know, every, everything is first rate. And uh, it's, it, that, that, that's yeah. a, a fun event, even if you're not getting married. Maybe I'll just <laughs> pretend I'm getting married and just walk over there yes. and like, you know, say, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, anybody's welcome, you know, because, you know, you don't have to be the bride. You could be the mother of the bride. You could be the cousin of the bride. You could be the one throwing the bridal shower. They do that at Shade. So, um, you know, you have to think outside you of the box be, a little bit. But. You, could, you could be the mother of the groom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Just saying. Shush. I'm shushing okay. you. Don't. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm not ready for that yet, nor is he. Okay. I have two boys. You know, one's a little bit older than the other, but, um, uh, yeah, not yet. Not yet. Um, okay. Uh, anyway. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Whew, you got me. You, you caught me off guard with that one. Um, I you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Um, so let me think here. That is on uh, Sunday uh, at Shade Manhattan Beach. Um, on Monday night, 7 p.m., uh, the MB Safe group, which was really uh, formed to help, um, you know, uh, be involved in the homelessness um, and kind of crime in Manhattan Beach. The MB Safe group here in town um, is has put together a movie screening. Um, have you heard of the movie A Night in Jail? Um, it's an amazing movie made yes. by an award-winning filmmaker from Miracosta, um, Ethan Anlinder, and it is it's an amazing movie. It's an amazing story. Um, it has to do, you know, with drugs and alcohol and addiction and um, and spending a night in jail. And it's a lot more than that. But it's it's really it's a great um, movie uh, for people to see. And and there obviously will be some conversation um, around that. That is um, uh, Monday. 
the 13th, 7 to 9 p.m. at American Martyrs um, Church here on 15th Street in Manhattan okay. Beach. So um, very interesting uh, and, and worth the time. Um, we're doing a bunch of seminars. You know, we're going to actually, I know you've seen those probably. We're doing, you know, Deanne Chase is doing a seminar on AB5, which is the independent contractor versus employee and all those trigger points and who qualifies. Um, our first one is sold out. That was on the 21st. Um, we just added a second date uh, yesterday. Um, it's going to be the day after on the 22nd, same time, same place. Um, people are all confused about that new law, Assembly Bill Number 5. And um, I have to say, I've been in, in, a, in a bunch of meetings, a bunch of forums. I've had tons of resources come my way, and I'm still kind of confused. So I really encourage people, um, if you are an independent contractor or if you hire anybody that might fall in that category, 1099 employees, whether it's your computer person, your graphic design person, um, you know, there's tons of bookkeeper possibly. There's tons of different ways to slice that. Um, there's the ABC test um, that can qualify if that person is um, should be qualified as an employee now or independent contractor. And the thresholds for those triggers have been really lowered um, in the state of California. And a lot of people are going to get caught sometimes throughout the year, if not the end of the year, with having not classified perhaps people and paying them properly and filing the proper like employee taxes. So I really encourage people, whether it's our seminar at Deanne Chase or somewhere else, get informed on that new AB5 independent contractor law because it's, um, it's a bugger. So uh, be in the wow. know. And then, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a big one. And it's affecting – and Deanne was telling me too, she's like, my phone's been ringing off the hook. I go, you know, it's funny, mine has too. So she's like, let's do a seminar. Um, anyway, so – uh, that's coming up. Um, we're celebrating 15th anniversary with Sylvia Gayet at Manhattan Tax Accounting next week. <clears throat> we always talk about how these businesses start here and and grow. And you know, some make it, and some don't. Well, um, Sylvia has been doing people's taxes for 15 years in Manhattan Beach. Excuse me. Um, so I know we had her on the uh, show last year talking about all the mm-hmm. tax laws in, in 2019. Um, so, you know, she's she had her tax seminars coming up again on uh, February, I think it's, yeah, February 6th. Um, she'll be doing the same thing, you know, helping you navigate how to file your 2019 returns and then informing you about the 2020 new laws, too. But um, first, we have to celebrate her 15th anniversary. So that's yes. coming up on Wednesday. And and then um, a week after that, we have our – yeah, I told you, we didn't do a Christmas party at the Chamber this year. Um, we opted to kind of come back in, in the new year and have something fun and festive. And so we're having a ribbon cutting um, and mixer all together at the new Mercado uh, Mexican restaurant at the Manhattan Village Mall. It is – gosh, it's delicious. I was there again last night with my boys, and the food is just – it's kind of like coastal Mexican in gourmet. It's just delicious, creative flavors. Everything's so fresh. So that's on January 22nd, 5 to 7.30 p.m. Everybody's welcome. You don't have to be a chamber member to come to all these things. Sometimes um, if you are a chamber member, entrance is um, complimentary. And if you're not, maybe there's a small fee. But we welcome everybody. Um, we always want people, you know, to churn out, um, whether it's for these little seminars or for the social things and the fun things. Um, we welcome everybody. We just, you know, we encourage people to sign up in advance so we're prepared and we know who's coming. But 
Um, there's a bunch more after that, but we can uh, get to that next week maybe, um, not to overdo, you know, <laughs> overpopulate everybody's brain. Uh, speaking of which, do you find it mm-hmm. difficult to kind of get back in the swing after like a couple-week break? Do you find like the first couple May- days back? You know something? After almost three weeks, uh, no, I am so ready to get back into the saddle. Uh, you know, it, it the holidays. You know, it's it's different for me because, my, you know, my, my calendar, everything is already, you know, especially around the holiday season. I'm done mm-hmm. in November. You know, everybody is sending mm-hmm. their information. It's posted. It's out there, and then you know, it gets very quiet for me. You know, I might get one mm-hmm. email a day. You know, um, so. Mm-hmm. So me personally, no. I look forward to it. I, I'm I'm ready to get back to, to it. I, I uh, yeah, that kind of drives me crazy. Every year, I say to my husband, mm-hmm. we need to go out of town for those two weeks because I just go I just go batshit crazy, you know. <laughs> I, 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 seriously, it's so slow. And and every year, yeah. I'm like, oh, we didn't make plans to go out of town, so I have to remember to I got to put that on my calendar. Yeah. You know, start planning in August or something. So <laughs> I'm ha- I'm happy well. to get back. I'm happy to get back. I know. I well, you know what? I um, technically the office was closed between Christmas and New Year's. I worked a lot just to catch up because um, I get interrupted so many times throughout the day and the week, and you know you're constantly pulled in different directions. So when no one's kind of around, is a good time for me to really catch up. And we did a lot of work uh, before the, um, the holidays just to get all these seminars lined up. And you know you, you don't just throw it out there. You ha- there's so much that goes into planning these and then being able to market them and get them out and inform everybody. But so we, we preloaded and got all that out there before the holidays um, and then did a bunch of catch up during it. But it was, and so we were kind of organized and, and Caroline and I came back last Thursday, um, right after New Year's. And so we worked kind of Thursday, Friday, but it was like Monday, the floodgates just opened up. Like everybody's coming back. Everybody needs something. Everybody has questions. It was pretty funny. So, um, you know, it's, we're, we're back at it. Um, but, you hit the um, ground running. You hit the ground running. Hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited about our guests today. Um, Speaking of anniversaries, they're celebrating their seventh year in business, and they're another great example of starting here in Manhattan Beach. I know you guys always love these stories when something, you know, kind of starts small and then um, grows. And uh, they started here seven years ago, and they now have um, four locations. So I'm excited, and a lot of people don't realize that. So I'm I'm excited to dive in and uh, and and talk with them um, about their journey. Um, it's exciting. And, and they make a really healthy food. So we kind of need to purge all that fabulous food we had over the holidays, too, and start eating a little healthier, right? Maybe? Yes, absolutely. Maybe. <laughs> I've, I've, already, I've already begun. I've already begun. Yes. Good. No, Good. I like it. So, Joe, shall we? Yes. Yes. We shall. Please. All right. Okay. Our guest this morning Our brothers, Andy and Alex Graham, owners of Paradise Bowls. Alex and Andy are South Bay natives, born and raised in Palos Verdes. They both attended and played baseball at UC Santa Barbara before embarking on different career paths in professional sports. Andy Andy pitched in the Colorado Rockies organization for six years, while Alex worked in the front office for the San Diego Padres. After his playing career ended, Andy moved to Santa Barbara, while Alex moved back to the South Bay. After coming up with the idea for Paradise Bowls, Alex opened their first location in Manhattan Beach in January 2013, 
followed by the Hermosa Beach location a couple of years later. Andy has since moved back to the South Bay, and the stores are now run by both brothers, along with the help of some fantastic managers. They now have four locations, including Irvine and Newport Beach, with more possibly on the way. Now, this morning, we're back to our favorite topic, food. And, you know, it's just like this that make me wish we were in a studio where our guests could bring us samples, but then we'd be eating and not talking, so it's probably better this way. Uh, <laughs> Alan, Alan, Anthony, welcome to the program. Uh, we're so glad you could join us this morning. Thank Absolutely. you for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us, guys. Thank right. you so much. You guys, uh, was the Hermosa location the first location? Actually, it was the uh, Manhattan the, uh, store was the first location. And what year was that? That was 2012. Uh, was the was the mm-hmm. first year that we we opened that one? It was the uh, February of 2012. Right, right. Well, I certainly. Uh, and then the Hermosa location was what date? What time, what year did that start? Uh, that was uh, two years after. So that was uh, 2014, uh, towards the end of 2014, uh, beginning of 2015, when we opened uh, our Hermosa location. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, it is it, – it goes without saying, you know, that many businesses um, don't survive. Um, Kelly is uh, supremely aware of this. Many new businesses don't survive past you know, year one, two, three, I guess it's the fifth year that's the real, what, 90, 90% of businesses fail after five years or something like that. And restaurants are doubly uh, at risk because of the variables. Um, you may have the greatest food and the market doesn't like it. You may be in the wrong location. Maybe it's traffic patterns. Um We've seen some locations turn over multiple times, not because the business wasn't great or that the people that actually made it didn't like it, but the traffic patterns were such that you couldn't really get there easily from one direction or the other or something crazy like that. Business is so difficult. What makes what you guys do so successful? And it is. Uh, well, I, I would say – oh, Andy, yeah, you go. Yeah. Sorry, Alex. Uh, I think it's a combination no. of kind of everything you just mentioned. Uh, you have to have a good product. You have to have some natural foot traffic. Frankly, you have to get lucky, <laughs> uh, and we have yeah. – uh, you, you have to find a landlord that's willing to take a chance on you too. Uh, when Alex was looking mm-hmm. around for our first location, you know, I, uh, several landlords – just kind of said, no, uh, you guys aren't established. We're looking for somebody to come in and stay here for a while. And we lucked out right. in that someone was willing to give us a shot. Um, we ended up right. in a perfect location right next to, you know, Maureen McBride at Tabula Rasa, who's got some natural traffic herself. Uh, we're right next to mm-hmm. Jason at Nikau Kai Surf Shop now. And, you know, a lot of our customers right. are kind of the same people. Um, right. Especially with Jason next door to Kai Cow now. Uh, you know, we're outdoorsy people, active people, uh, and so a lot of people go and rent a surfboard from Jason, and then they come in and get something to eat when they're done. <laughs> and so right. uh, you have to have a combination of everything you, you sort of mentioned, natural foot traffic, a good product. Frankly, it helps. Right. Uh, the thing that's really kind of helped our business take off was Maricosta High School. 
the kids at Maricosta mm-hmm. uh, decided they liked our stuff, and it sort of spread like wildfire through the student body there. <laughs> and so that's really, I think, what helps springboard Paradise Rolls. You know, everyone is talking healthy today, healthy eating, healthy oils, healthy this, healthy that. But you guys, six years ago, where did that come from? Because you were not following as far as I can tell, you were not following anyone. You were you you created a trend. How is that possible? What who which one of you said, Hey, you know what? Alex or hey Andy, we gotta create a healthy bowl business. Well, this is uh, something that we had had and eaten up in, in Santa Barbara and kind of experimented with up there, but it was more so we saw a need in this uh, community for uh, some uh, healthy uh, kind of quick service alternative foods that you could take down to the beach uh, and, and enjoy. So that's where we really saw a need as opposed to, hey, this town needs uh, an acai or pitaya bowl and smoothie place. It was more, hey, this town needs something quick and healthy to eat that they can take with them outside and uh you know nobody really wants to eat you know cheeseburger and french fries and they'll go take their shirt off down to the beach so uh this is geared more towards uh, what this community is all about so um more more than the actual acai bowl part i think it was this this community uh uh, had a need for something that was quick and healthy and uh they could they could enjoy you know it's funny it's interesting You, you mentioned the kids at miracosta you know, in every neighborhood, there is a place that kids congregate after school. You know, and 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 unfortunately, throughout the South Bay, it's not just Manhattan Beach. You know, a lot of the less expensive places uh, lose their lease because the rents go up. I know there was another place in Manhattan where kids hung out for years, and then and then they lost their lease, and the kids didn't have a place to go anymore. And so, so a combination of having a place where kids can go and afford what it is. You know, kids aren't going to go after school and hang out like in, at, at, at Arthur J's. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> they're, they're, not, they're yeah. not going to places where, you know, it's fine dining or more expensive food. They need places to, to go and have their after-school snack. And, and again, as you said, they're not eating cheeseburgers and fries. You know, it's, it's, it's something, you know, everybody's more health conscious now. Kids are growing up today knowing that they, you know, they need something a little healthier. So, and, and they're brought up with it. So it's the natural, you know, from there, it's a natural thing for them to go from what they're eating at home to what you guys are offering. And by the way, your website, the pictures of the food, oh my God, it <laughs> uh, looks so good. We're, we're very lucky that my wife, Larissa, has, has a, a photography talent and she was able to do all that for us. Uh, if it was Left up to me, I would have drawn something on, on my paint app on my computer and thrown it up on the website. <laughs> oh, man, those wow. look good. Wow. At, at some point, it's, it's just uh, <laughs> someone, you know, had to give uh, the, the, the you, you just have to say, okay, we're going to do this. We don't know if it's going to work, uh, but we're going to do this because we feel that it's right. And if it doesn't work, we can be assured that we did our best. I mean, it's the logo. It's the, the logo says South Bay, or it just, it says California dreaming. It says I'm from Chicago and your logo is California to me. 
Yeah, and I think, you know, to your point, that's sort of what we wanted to do from the get-go. Um, when Alex first opened our Manhattan Beach location uh, seven or eight years ago, I don't think either of us really had any idea what was going to happen over the next one year, let alone here we are eight years later. Um, but we knew we wanted to take a shot. We knew that we thought, you know, I want to say we knew, we thought this idea would work uh, in Manhattan Beach and Hermosa Beach and the rest of the South Bay. Uh, you know, look outside. How many people are going to go jogging on a strand today or go out for a paddle or work out down, do yoga on the sand? It's an active community. Everyone here is into a healthier lifestyle. And to Alex's point earlier, that's what we wanted to, to be a part of and, and enhance, really, for people. Give somebody, give people mm-hmm. somewhere to go post-workout uh, to get something healthy uh, in their systems. Uh you know, you mentioned all the Maricosa kids coming in after school earlier, and I think it's nice now that Alex and I both have children of our own. We kind of realize this more, right. but it's nice for parents, I think, knowing that their kids are going to go somewhere and get something healthier to eat after school before they head down to the beach because most kids in this community are going to head down to the beach after school unless they have practice or something. Uh, and I think it's uh, kind of a, a peace of mind for parents knowing, hey, they're going to go have a, an acai or pitaya bowl rather than uh, three scoops of Haagen-Dazs. <laughs> so, so we talked about nobody wants to, you know, get a hamburger right before they go down to the beach, take their shirt off and have fun or, or do something healthy. Uh, you know, the big boys are trying to find the magic that you guys have, the big boys. And when I say big boys, I mean billion-dollar corporations are chasing what you have. Um, Carl's Jr., the crazy commercials advertising the plant-based burger, Beyond Burger. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, um, Burger King, the the crazy commercials, not, not crazy like Carl's Jr., but crazy like it tastes good. It tastes just like, you know, everybody is trying to get into the act. And you guys have something that's unique and special and price point. That's what I want to say, price point. And then I look at your website, I see home, menu, uh, fan page, and about us. But the most important topic, ingredients, is right in the center. That's mm-hmm. not by accident, is it? No, I mean, we want people to understand uh, who we are, what we're serving them, uh, and, and why we believe that it's good for them. Uh, we don't want people uh, – we want people coming back. We want people comfortable with our product and, and who we are as a company. Um, it, it's why we've aligned ourselves with the South Bay community in general. And things like the AVP tour, we've been partners with the AVP now for three or four years. Uh, and we think that's a, a perfect match for us. Um, I'm not saying if you eat a chocolate arc every day for a year, you're going to look like any of those volleyball players who are chiseled out of stone, but um, maybe, you know, maybe, uh, maybe, you maybe. Uh, if someone wants to try, <laughs> if somebody wants to experiment, we'll let them. Yeah. For a year. <laughs> Uh, I, but, uh, yeah, we want I, people to I, know who we are and what they're putting in their bodies. Your, your, your ingredient list, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, sometimes I have to say uh, as, a, as a, an editorial, sometimes 
Jackie will say to me after a show, she'll say, Joe, you really just weren't on the, at the top of your game in that show. You really weren't like invested <laughs> in that show. And she, she knows. And, and, but I'm telling you, she is tough. Let me tell you. And, and, but your, your ingredient list looks like a PhD thesis in marketing, restaurant marketing, and new trends. Hemp seed, bee pollen, shredded coconut. My wife and I are, are lovers of uh, this uh, sort of coffee uh, creamer. Um, I can't think of it, but I'll think of it in a minute. That uh, was was promoted by this famous uh, uh, surfer. These are things that are trending, and that the big guys are looking at and trying to say, "Well, what's going on here, and why are we being left behind?" <laughs> yeah, again, you know, this uh, the website is 100% credit to uh, my wife Larissa. She built this whole thing for us. Uh, if it wasn't for her, again, we might have might have a website. I, I'm not totally sure, but she's the one who helps us with all of this, the photos, the content, uh, all credit goes to her. Um, and she's, frankly, uh, along with Alex's wife, Katie, they're kind of one of our target audiences, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mothers yeah. in the South Bay, they like to get out and be active. Um, this is something for them that they can enjoy, too. Uh, whether they're in Manhattan yeah. Beach uh, post-workout or if they're in Hermosa Beach, you know, Soho Yoga is right next door to our Hermosa location. We get all those, a lot of uh, young parents coming in after a yoga session too. So, uh, again, credit to, to my wife, Larissa, on that one. <laughs> and some parents too going out in the community, we, we heard, we expanded that menu and those ingredients by what people would come in and tell us too. It started out kind of bare bones and basic just to kind of not confuse anybody of what we were and what we were doing. Um, and people would come and say, Hey, you know what? I'm really into uh, healthy food. And I think it'd be great if you guys uh, had hemp seeds on your menu too. Uh, and so we would add mm-hmm. it on the menu. And some, so some of those things on that menu came from community feedback people who eat healthy all the time and enjoyed our product say, Hey, I think it could be even better if you were to do this. So, uh, we're, it's a unique community that, that enjoys it here. And they're, they're able to help us out with some of those ingredients. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, I, I don't, and, and I, it's, 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 go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead. Go on, Jack. No, please. I, 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 I've got a thousand things. Go on, Jackie. Uh, yeah, yes, actually. So do I. Um, and it's funny that, you know, this is another, trend that we've seen on the on this show for years is uh when you're a smaller uh, outfit you can be nimble you can do things like that you can add sure. hemp seeds be be pollen mm-hmm. or whatever it is where where what joe was saying the big guys you, you know every every trend starts on the streets you know and it's the people mm-hmm. that are on the street uh that recognize these things first and as joe was just saying the big boys are always trying to play catch up with it uh, but, yeah, the big boys, they couldn't just turn around because they heard from somebody saying, oh, you should put hemp seeds. It's gonna, they have to go through their board and their, their, their marketing team <laughs> da, 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 to, get, to get hemp seeds on the menu. You know? But uh, being a smaller outfit, you can be nimble like that. Now, listen, Joe, let's, um, let's do our station hmm. break. And when we come back, I have, um, uh, we're going we're gonna to veer off for a second when mm-hmm. we come back. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to veer off. But before we veer off, we want to thank you for joining us today because we do this every 
Thursday and Friday, Thursdays at 8 a.m., Fridays at uh, 8 a.m., a live, local, hyper-local podcast about the South Bay, about the, the, what is going on in the South Bay, the best of the South Bay, whether it's in government or uh, entertainment or food. Um, and we'd love for you to join us. Please join us. Uh, share us with your neighbors. And also, just tell your friends and neighbors uh, to say, hey, Google, uh, play the South Bay Show podcast. Or Alexa, play the South Bay Show podcast. It's just that simple. Your smart speaker loves us, and we want you to love us too. So join us every week and uh, wherever uh, you find uh, your favorite podcasts. Now, Jackie, where, where are we veering? Okay, we're, we're, we're veering off now. In the intro, um, I was reading the intro, both of you uh, come from the sports world. Uh, which is interesting. Now, did you, either of you, have any experience in business and entrepreneurship? Uh, you know, it's so inter- interesting because what Kelly was talking about at the beginning of the show, all of these new rules and regulations that business owners uh, now have to adhere to. Did you guys have somebody that was a mentor? Did you just do this by the seat of your pants? Did one? Did one of your wives uh, have experience owning a small business. How did you, how did you jump from the sports world, in to be entrepreneurs? So when I first moved uh, back home from college, I was a bartender at Rock and Fish there in Manhattan Beach. Uh, so I've kind of jumped right into the restaurant industry um, and food service industry, which which uh, obviously has benefited us with Paradise Bowls. But other than that, it was more of just a, a kind of a go for it situation. Uh, with both of us, never owned a business, never ran a business, were never managers before. So uh, we both just sort of dove in head first, and uh, we've been very lucky that it's been as successful as it has been. Wow. Yeah, I mean, to Alex's point, he was—he uh, had all of our restaurant experience combined between the two of us. Uh, he was mm. serving up Navy grogs like the best of them. And uh, <laughs> I, I, came, I came down, uh, and I, I've mastered the art of learning on the fly, if you could say. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 how do you how do you work together? Is one of you in charge of operations? One of you in charge of marketing? Of uh, how, how does that work? Uh, we like to bounce things off of each other. Uh, there's no one task that either of us is solely in charge of, uh, which I think is nice. We can lean on each other uh, for almost anything that happens uh, in the stores uh, or behind the scenes too, yeah. in terms yeah. of you know our financial responsibilities and our uh, responsibilities to the state of California and things like that. We each know how to do it all. Uh, so, you know, one of us can go on vacation from time to time if we feel like it, and the other one can hold things down, uh, which mm-hmm. I think is really a key mm-hmm. for us in terms of our sanity. <laughs> uh, running a small business mm-hmm. is not easy. Uh, and so the fact that no. we can both do pretty much everything um, and count on the other one is nice. Oh, that is nice. Kelly, Kelly, uh to echo one point that no one will misunderstand, running a small business is tough, Kelly. And you, Kelly Stroman, have <laughs> a number of businesses I'm here. That, that are just, you know, hungry for various kinds of, of 
advice and counsel. These guys could teach a master class for the entire chamber on being flexible, <laughs> on listening to their customers, on uh, going with their gut, on so many different things. Uh, I, I'm I'm amazed. You're you're a lucky person to have them as chamber members. That's all I can say. Well, I agree. Um, I, you know, ha- met them years ago when they first opened up in downtown, and that was in my previous role, you know, running downtown. And I have watched mm-hmm. them as they have grown and expanded. And then I also had uh, the fortunate experience of my youngest son working for them last summer too. Uh, thank you guys for employing him. Mm. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I, I've known, uh, I have never met Alex. I, I have known Andy. I've known their father um, even longer through downtown. Mm. And he just comes to a lot of the meetings. And I, I, you know, it's so funny because people come to us for advice and questions all the time. And what should I do? And how do I do this? And, or, you know, should I get involved in this? And, my number one piece of advice to everybody is stay true to your brand. And I guess you have to know your brand before you can stay true to your brand, which is part of the problem with a lot of small businesses um, or even mid-sized businesses, you know, and there's so many, there's so much stimuli out there. There's so many different avenues you can take. And I think particularly with the onset of social media and being able to see so much, you can get lost. You can lose, you know, yourself, you can lose your brand, you can lose your identity. And I think Paradise Bowls is an excellent um, example of staying true to their brand. They're, um, they're fabulous, but they're very simple. And I don't uh, say that in a, um, you know, um, a derogatory way at all. You guys, you've kept your brand the way it is. Like I was just sitting here and I, I should know the answer, but I don't. I was thinking, you know, how often do you guys actually add a, a whole new um, item? Not just like a topping, like we talked about, you know, hemp seeds or something, but how often do you add a whole new item? And, um, when I think of Paradise Bowls, I think of that darn bowl and all the fruit and all the goodness, you know, packed on top of it. You can have different variations of that, but to actually, you know, I know you guys have smoothies too, and I, I know that's because my son worked there. But um, you know, it's you guys are so you're so simple and you're so great, and you know who you are, and it works. And now look at you, you're you know, you're here, you're in Hermosa, Irvine, and what was the other one? Um, Newport Beach. Newport Beach. Newport Beach. Newport Beach. Yeah. Um, And, you know, so kudos to you. And I I have not been to the Irvine and Newport Beach locations, um, but I know in Hermosa, you you guys, you're serving up the same stuff. So um, how, in this crazy world, and there's so many trends, there's health trends, there's food trends every moment, how do you guys stay true to your brand? Well, Kelly, I can tell you that uh, our menu is the same in all four locations. Uh, there's nothing different about any of them. Um, I think we just found something that we believe works um, in terms of staying true to our brand. Uh, if people like it, mm-hmm. keep serving it. Um, you know, nobody comes in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people come in and want to make their own bowl, which is fine. We'll do that for them. Uh, mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, we get we have customers who come in every day and order the same thing every day. Uh and to us, that means, hey, mm-hmm. they must like it, and we probably shouldn't get rid of that. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and you know, to, to Kelly's uh, point earlier about her son Chase working for us, I think 
a big thing that I believe people appreciate about our business is our staff. Uh, we kind of pride ourselves on giving a lot of uh, kids in the South Bay community their first jobs, whether they're Maricosa students or students at Redondo Union, or we have a number of kids from El Camino College, too, uh, who take classes in the morning and then come work for us in the afternoons and on the weekends. Uh, and I, I'm really proud of that fact. I think Alex is, too. Uh, we sort of enjoy giving people their first opportunity to join the local workforce and really become contributing members of the community in South Bay. Uh, not all of them want those first jobs, but they've got them. <laughs> so that's, that's something that's, so, that's really cool so, about uh, kind of our brand also. So one more point I want to get in there, Andy and Alex, is that, um, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a lover of movies, and I just watched the Golden Globes uh, hosted by Ricky Gervais, and it was, it was uh, you know, it was what it was, but they <laughs> had a plant-based menu, and the uh, Cattlemen's Association of America uh, released a, a, a statement saying that they were very upset about uh, the Golden Globes making that decision, and they thought that it was uh, it was an appropriate. Um, I don't see a beef bowl. I don't see a uh, you know. Uh, I think the Cattlemen's Association of America might have a problem with Paradise Bowls. How do you respond yeah. to that? Yeah, Andy thank God and that we Al. haven't heard from them yet. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm terrified. Uh, hopefully they're, they're kind to us. You know, uh, yeah, we don't have any beef on our menu. Uh, that said, I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't every now and then walk down to Becker's and grab a turkey sandwich for lunch. <laughs> but, um, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, look, I, I believe in our menu. I know Alex does too. Uh, it's, I think it's a great alternative is for that, people. Is that We're not telling anybody not to eat beef. Is that a political decision, a, a health decision? What kind of decision was that? Uh, it wasn't political. It more more health, and you know, it was just, hey, this is the product that we that we know, the acai pitaya bowls and smoothies, um, and just let's keep it simple. And I I'm not gonna lie, when we were first getting the word out of who we are and what we did, we had some customers walk in and want the chicken teriyaki option, and it just uh, we had to say, hey, look, we don't do that, and this is what we do do, and uh, do it in doing that, we actually you know made some new customers, so. We understand that we don't do any chicken or meat, but uh, what we have is is pretty darn good. You know, you One said it. Thing, Keep it I... simple. The kiss, the kiss, the kiss doctrine. Keep it simple, stupid. Yes. Know your brand and don't mess with it. Right. If yeah, I were, I think it's sort if of I the were, model. Say again. Uh, I just. I'm sorry, sorry guys. I, 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 I was going to say. I think it's sort of that in and out model. You know, you don't walk into in and out and expect. Yeah. Yes. Anything other than cheeseburgers and fries to be on the menu. Um, right. And again, right. for the Cattlemen's Association, I enjoy a double double animal style. I don't get me wrong. We both love burgers and fries very much. We're not discriminating and, against burgers and fries. Yeah. But you have okay. to go somewhere Good. else to buy that if you want it. That's right. Yes. That's right. That's right. Now, okay. So I have to. I have to admit something here. My ignorance. Um, when I was looking at your website. Um, Pattaya. I was like, "What the heck is Pattaya?" So I had to, I had to look it up, and it's uh, what I know is dragon fruit. Um, Correct, right? W- w- 
what is I, and I've had dragon food. I buy it at my store and I cut it up and I eat it. I love it. Um, what? Explain to me why is it called pitaya in some places and dragon food in, in others? And who knows? There might be other names. It's like mahi mahi, right? Yeah, I, I don't know that I can speak to the why it's called different things in different places around the world. Um, we know it as pitaya. Uh, I think if you go into Whole Foods, for example, yeah, they list it as dragon fruit. Uh, but uh, it's literally branded as pitaya from our supplier, so that's why it's on the menu at our store as pitaya. Um, okay. But like you said, Jackie, I think it's uh, delicious, and I, I think it makes for, for a great base for a bowl. You know, I enjoy I enjoy peeling it as much as I enjoy eating it. It is the easiest fruit to 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 get the skin off. Uh, it, it, does anybody know? I'm sure Alex and Andy know what I'm talking about. But Kelly, Joe, have you ever bought a dragon fruit, brought it home, and I had to I had to go online and look up how to how to get at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how to get at it? Um, I promise. <laughs> I, I'm. But guess what I'm going to do this weekend? I'm curious. You piqued my interest in uh, de, de skinning a dragon fruit. <laughs> uh, it's well, it's, it's the easiest funny. thing in the world. It really is easy, but I had to go online and figure it out because I bought it. You know, I was like, I, I've seen it for years in the store, and it's so pretty. You know, and one day I was like, I'm buying this. I'm going to figure out what it is and how to get at it. So I bought it, and I came home, and I Googled how to how to open up a dragon fruit, and uh, you'll have to do it. It's fun. Um, hey, I want to jump back for a second to the conversation about uh, the double-double and in and out and meat-eating and everything because I want to point out something that I hear um, quite often. And it's a little bit – it's a sign of the times a little bit and a little bit of a shift. But, you know, um, I think no matter what age you are, you know, when you return to your hometown, um, you always have your favorite places to go, your favorite people to see, uh, often your favorite restaurants mm. if they're still there, your favorite stores or whatever. And uh, there's mm. you know, several in particularly downtown Manhattan Beach or the North End that when um, somebody comes back to Manhattan Beach or when students come home from college for their, you know, their break, they race to certain places because they want that immediate mm-hmm. uh, flavor of whatever it is. Uh, we all know um, In-N-Out Burger is one of those places. The double-double animal-style fries, everything is one of them. I've done it a thousand times with my kids when I'm coming out of the LAX airport on Sepulveda with the new location. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a few other places in uh, particular, like the Kettle is one of them, El, uh, affectionately called El Som, which is El Sombrero here in Manhattan Beach. Those are places that, and people write about them, they blog about them, they put them, they're so happy the minute they, they get their whatever, you know, taco or double-double, they put it on Snapchat while they're still in the car with their mother driving. I mean, it's so funny. But Paradise Bowl has become one of those. And I've seen it on social media. I've heard it. And I'm, I'm kicking myself for not thinking of this um, yesterday before the show. But somebody did an article, and maybe Andy or Alex, you remember this. And, um, I want to say it was Alyssa Zucker, and I could be wrong. She went to Miracosta. But she wrote about um, all your favorite places. And, um, and she's now – she's probably either finishing college or just out of college. And she, and she wrote – and she included Paradise Bowls as one of them. And this was a couple of years ago. And the first time I saw that, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so great. Like, you know, these kids are no longer just seeking out the greasy, you know, taco or something. They're, they're now, you know, seeking out Paradise Bowls, which is a fresh, you know, and they're craving it. And do you guys remember that by chance? And if not, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig that article up and – 
Um, I'll send it to you guys. Did you ever see that? Uh, I haven't. I don't know if Alex has. I do remember that, yes. Yeah, it was like two or three years ago. And and I remember reading it going, oh, my gosh, this is so great, you know. And, I, and I've known her since she was in kindergarten, so somehow it came across my path. But I was – I love that, you know, it's not just, um, you know, the sinfully delicious – High caloric, yeah, you know, in and out yeah. or something. But they're also seeking out um, things like Paradise Bowls. And I think um, I know the Manhattan location, and, and Hermosa is almost the same. But you know, if you walk into the Manhattan location and you get your bowl, all you have to do is, is walk about, you know, five or ten steps north, you know, or south, and you can see the ocean. So so many people will get it, and then they'll go sit on the bench that faces, you know, the walk street in the, in the beach, right, or they'll right. walk down to the strand. So I think in, I know in Manhattan, it's, it's like an experience also, kind of. It's like you get to the bowl, you're outside, it's healthy, you can watch the ocean, you can sit there and talk with your friends. So it's not just the food, but you guys have it chosen, obviously, a fantastic location here. And I think a lot of people will come down for that. Going way back to the beginning of the conversation when we were talking about the high school, and the high school kids really following you guys it's true they totally do um and um but but ironically um there's a mcdonald's about uh, uh you know two blocks basically a block and a half two blocks from the high school mm-hmm. you know and yet the kids will come back downtown and come for a healthy option so um i love that and and i kudos to you guys for creating something so fabulous so delicious and you know being a part of the community because, and you are right. a great, a great part of the community. You're big supporters too. Something that parents can, that's, that's nice. can get behind. Yeah. Yeah. To, your, yeah. to that point, Kelly, you know, I have noticed people, you know, whether it's college students or home for the summer, they come in all the time or what really kind of makes me laugh is when, you know, during the summertime in the South Bay, there's a lot of tourists walking around obviously. And we get people who come to vacation here every summer and let's say they come out for a week, they will come in to one of our stores every single day of their vacation uh, and, and get the same thing. Oh, wow. And then they'll go home, and then the following year they'll be right back and they'll come in every single day. It's, I, I, you know, it's sort of, like I said, taken off and spread like wildfire, but uh, I'm happy these people okay. love our products so much, and uh, it's kind of funny to see them come back every single year. Okay, I want the yeah, I love uh, Paradise Bowls franchise of, in Chicago. <laughs> and I want the option on Illinois and uh, New York. I want the I want the Paradise Bowls option on. Uh, but New how many Chicago, people are Illinois eating frozen and... frozen cold foods in January yes. in Chicago? That, yes. I don't know. Yes. That, nope. No one that good I. Point. Know, but... <laughs> good good point. And, and I. Okay. I would I would imagine that there's a reason it's called Paradise Bowl because it's only going to be served in places <laughs> that are paradise. You know, yeah, it's, Joe, it's, it's not going to something. I can, I can see it now. You walk out, you get your bowl, and then you just walk out to the beach right there at Lake Michigan. Yeah. Right. Right. I can see it. During the go. summer, it's going to be fantastic. During the summer, it's going to be great. <laughs> and there's no need to worry about it staying cold and staying true to form, you know. Just there, that's true. Yeah. No melting involved. To, it's going to be great. 
Yeah, I want to yeah. give a shout out uh, to your customer service. I remember the very first time that I went into the Manhattan store. Um, I went in and ordered, I, I don't remember which bowl, but I ordered one. And then, of course, true Kelly style, I, you know, I run into people that I know and I'm outside talking. And then I wander down the street to talk to somebody else. And then I come back, you know, <laughs> probably <laughs> 15 minutes later. Like, oh, whoops, I forgot, you know, I ordered my lunch, you know. And, and I walk back in and my bowl, wasn't sitting on the counter waiting for me. They had put it back into like whatever your refrigerator, little freezer, your cooler, basically, to keep it the integrity of it. Um, and you know, we all, we have to say, not everybody would do that, you guys. You know that, like you know, they just throw it on the counter and you know, tough luck to come back and get it. And um, I know, do you guys have a certain time amount that after if something sits out for a certain time, you put it back in the cooler waiting for the customer or? Um, what's well, your well, Kelly, when that? you come in, we know that you're good for a 20-minute walkabout after you order. And so <laughs> if, if you come in, we kind of just throw it in the fridge automatically. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, that's just a credit to, to our staff and our managers. Rachel and Aiden are fantastic. And uh, like I said, even though it's the first job for most of our staff, they all catch on pretty quickly. And you know, we can tell if somebody uh, is going to walk next door to, to Nikai Cow or Tabula Rasa and, and shop for a little bit, and then we'll keep it in the fridge for them. Or we can tell if they've run out because they forgot to pay the meter and they're getting a parking ticket, and so we'll throw it in the fridge for them. But um, it, it's just something that, uh, you know, I don't want somebody to walk back after 10 or 15 minutes and, and have a runny product uh, because they're not going to enjoy that, and then they might not come back. And so – we just try to keep the uh, integrity of, of the bowls, you know, as long as we can. Yeah. Well, it worked. It made an impression on me way before I really even like knew you guys, you know, and had a relationship with you. Um, let's talk for a second about uh, the environment and sustainability. Um, mm -hmm. Your bowls are, are paper kind of board, like cardboard kind of paper kind of bowls. Um, how have you guys, you know, addressed and felt about, you know, the, the ban in Manhattan Beach, particularly on, you know, plastics. I know, you know plastic spoons, the straws. How has that affected your business? Because I know, I know it has. I mean, I know it affects everybody, and everybody, we all want a healthy environment, especially with you guys being a block off the beach, you know. But how have you dealt with that? As, and, ha and have you had to uh, employ those same um, – you know, procedures and rules in your other locations? Well, we, we've obviously adjusted just like everybody else uh, uh, or all the other restaurants in Manhattan Beach. Uh, we've switched out all the plastic uh, straws and, and uh, spoons and, and lids and things for, for sustainable products. Um, and I think it's a good thing. Obviously, there's a cost associated with that, but I don't necessarily know that you can put a price on, uh, like you said, doing something good for the environment. Um, we don't want our stuff floating around uh, near the jetty in El Segundo and <laughs> the ocean. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, we're just like everybody else yeah. is adjusted. Uh, not every other city that we have locations in has, has instituted that ban yet. Uh, but when they do, uh, we'll certainly embrace it and be ready for it. You know, if you ever uh, – this is something I recommend to everybody because it opened my eyes up years ago – um, you know, a couple of times a year, uh, Redondo King Harbor does a harbor cleanup. And, um, you know, anybody, you don't have to register anything. You just show up, and they'll give you a bucket and a net, and you go out, you know, either along the harbor or the pier or the beach, whatever, and, and, you, and you just you, you, you grab trash out of the water. 
after doing that, I can't, my eyes were so opened to how bad the plastic situation is. I, I mean, I was horrified by how much plastic. And I'm not talking about big cups and, and con- food containers. Just it breaks down into little pieces. And you can barely see it. But once you get a good close look mm-hmm. at it, the the, the 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 ocean surface is covered in yeah. minute pieces of plastic, and 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 once I saw that the first time I saw that I'm like I am done with plastic I am not using plastic anymore, you know it's a real eye opener to see just how bad the plastic situation is in the ocean. So I'm um, I'm just a big proponent of of those plastic bands. I know I know that it costs more money to use the other materials, but it it needs to be done. It needs to be done. It does, and people are getting there. I know Redondo just passed, you know, some stricter laws too and ordinances, which is great. Um, I'm curious, Alex, Andy, um, how do um, tourists, people from out of town, people from other countries, um, react to you know a paper straw or something different? Because when I travel, the West Coast particularly, and I think particularly Los Angeles, we are leaders in the environmental you know, initiatives. And um, I know a lot of locals are like, oh, my gosh, the paper straw. And I know a lot of the businesses, just like yourself, I'm sure, go through go through extensive testing, you know, with uh, spoons and straws and the delivery system of how the smoothie goes up through the straw. And, I mean, there's, there's a whole strawology, I call it. And um, – but mm. I'm curious, do – how out-of-towners, you know, people do – how do they – react to it do they care do they say anything to does it hit their radar at all at all i'm just curious i think it does in in a positive way i think people especially being in beach communities um we have kind of a responsibility to keep our ocean and beaches clean uh and i think people see that recognize that and appreciate that but uh at the beginning i won't lie i think some people were pushing back on the whole paper straws uh, liquid mm-hmm. and paper generally <laughs> scientifically don't mix. Uh, so I think people were kind of right. struggling at first with it, but I think people eventually got around to the notion that, Hey, this is an overall good thing. Um, it really doesn't affect the, the taste uh, or anything like that of the product. Uh, so it's, it's, I think it's overall been a good thing and people really, really appreciate it. I, I have an answer well, for that. Yeah. Uh, a couple of years yeah. ago at some event I went to in the swag bag was a little carrying case with a spoon, fork, knife, metal, and a metal straw. Metal I, straw. I, I have, we have it, metal straw. Yeah. It's in. It's. I have the little. It's a little carrying case, and I keep it in the glove box of my car. It, so wherever I go, it's with me. Metal straw. Met, there you go. Yeah, but not everyone is as up. organized as you are, Jackie. Well, that's true. <laughs> and not everybody knows how to clean out that metal straw. Ooh, okay, well, we won't go there. Um, but I do know from the transition in all of this over the last couple of years that the size of the straw to the proportion of what is being, um, you know, moved through the straw is very important because you can't suck a smoothie through one of those skinny bit- straws. And usually, the, you know, so it's, it's very important. I know all these restaurants – um, and people, they, they go through a lot of testing with their particular food products, so the integrity and the flavor or the delivery or whatever is not compromised right. by a, a new apparatus, you know, to uh, – You have studied this. The word you're looking for is – I am a strawologist. I'm, I'm, I'm you have to my, uh, I'm, 
I'm impressed. Okay, you know, we, we, we went off on all these different tangents, and the hour just flew by us, so we got to wrap this up. Um, Alex, Andy, uh, give, us a, give us a website address. Give us your, your physical locations, uh, how people get in touch with you, if a kid's looking for a job this summer. Uh, yeah, the website is just www.paradisebowls.com. Uh, our Manhattan location is at 919 Manhattan Avenue, right downtown. Uh, we're right next to Tabula Rasa and Nikau Kai and Cielo Salon. Our Hermosa location is at 1246 Hermosa Avenue, uh, right next to Soho Yoga and across the street from Starbucks in downtown Hermosa. So uh, wow. if any kids are looking for jobs this summer, they can reach out to us uh, directly. Uh, my email is easy. It's andy at paradisebowls.com. You can reach out to our head manager who does most of our hiring for us. Uh, her name is Rachel Quain, and her email is rachel at paradisebolt.com. But you can always reach out to us through the website, too. Uh, submit a uh, message to us, and I read those every day. Uh, it's not one of those websites that you submit something and nobody ever reads it. Uh, I go through it every day. So mm-hmm. I will get back to mm-hmm. you if you submit us the message. Or come in face-to-face, meet us and shake our hand. Yeah, come on in and shake our hand and send us a resume. That's always a good way to do it, too. Um, Or you can talk to to Kelly Stroman, and she'll march right in and and introduce you to us. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I will. And then then she'll order a bowl and walk away for 20 minutes. But, you know, that is what it is. That's how she rolls. Uh, All right, Joe, we've got to wrap this up. We've got to wrap it up. Alex, Andy. You guys, your journey is why we created this show. Your journey, persistence, passion, principle, and purpose, I think epitomizes what, what Kelly is trying to do when she works with any of her chamber members. She's trying to maximize their impact on their customers and in a way that's good for their customers and good, obviously, for the business. You guys have found that secret sauce, and uh, it's it's amazing. We're just so thrilled to have you. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you very yeah, much you for, having, for us. having us. Uh, really appreciate uh, you having us on. Well, this is one for the history books. It's really, uh, you know, it's 2020. It's a new decade, lots of new um, ideas and new businesses, and we, we wish you all the success. Uh, thank you, Kelly, and thank you, Jackie. Always a pleasure, Joe. Everybody have a great weekend. Thank uh, you. Have a, a great weekend. Happy Friday. Happy Happy Friday. Friday. Bye-bye.